0: deciding who wins the game on this call. The call on the field stands. Touchdown. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain That's the worst call in the history of all sports.
1: Welcome to another bad call where the refs aren't the only ones who get it wrong. I am your host, Justin West, and my sidekick here is a man who's never seen a ref make a call that he's agreed with. J.D. What's going on, buddy? What? Is happening.
0: Uh, We're uh, recording a little late because Bears played last night, got themselves a an important W uh, to keep themselves semi-sorta, almost kind of alive in the playoff race. Let's uh, yeah, let's.
1: So I mean, I don't want to get too. I mean
0: they're they're not mathematically out of it. Is all I'm saying. Um, you know they beat a a floundering team, so it doesn't mean anything to me. Um. But speaking of bad calls or no calls, I counted at least three face masks that just got completely ignored last night.
1: Oh, man, it was uh, Painful to watch. It, it, it was brutal. Couldn't believe it. Um, but uh, the Bears actually had looked like a competent offense. At least they had a good plan and, and uh, did what I've been saying they needed to do for a while and start moving Mitch out of the pocket and... Uh, Stuff like that. Stuff they were doing successfully last year, and then for some reason for the first 10 games or so this season, they they didn't think that was a good idea. But uh, I don't know what the the whole uh, outlook is for the future, but, you know, it's always fun to see your team show some promise on the field. So...
0: Oh yeah, I think uh, in the long run, one way or the other, as far as uh, postseason play for the Bears, I think we can count that out. It just took us too long to do anything, and our, our schedule's not the friendliest.
1: Um, oh, for sure. Uh, I, you know get a win next week, and then I'll start dreaming a little bit about what could, could, could be or might be, but...
0: Well yeah, we, we need to get a win and uh, some Vikings losses.
1: Yeah, so. they don't have the easiest schedule, but uh, I mean, no, they, We no. can we can pray that Dalvin Cook is is hurt more than than they're letting on, and and you know it sounds like uh, last I heard they're talking about shutting Thielen down possibly for the regular season, which uh, wow it would be that I mean that's pretty pretty bold, but uh, you know. I know they got Detroit this weekend, but it's a divisional game. You never know.
0: Yeah, I, you you never know with divisional games. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see at least, and uh, if nothing else, it gives it a little bit more fun. Uh, I do have concerns that after two games against bad defenses, that uh, or I'll say not great teams, uh, people are gonna fall back into that. Oh, maybe Trubisky is the guy trap when he's proven repeatedly that he's not. Um, despite having a good stat line, there was a lot of stuff last night that was just painful to watch. So, uh, I'll take the W, but I haven't forgotten.
1: (laughs) Of course not. Um, I don't know about you. Um, actually I I probably got a good, pretty good idea about you, but I definitely do have (laughs) a, a, uh, a drink in front of me tonight got uh i got some of that freshy fresh goodness from hot butcher again uh this one is jump the shadow and it's a double ipa it's got some uh notes of pineapple and coconut and it's it's another it's another winner from hot butcher they keep keep uh Slamming them out like this, and they're gonna get all of my money.
0: Well, DraftKings doesn't get it
1: first. It'd be nice <laughs> to get a little help from DraftKings paying for this stuff. That that's for sure. Uh, Speaking of that, uh, how'd you do last week?
0: Well, I thought I had some pretty decent lineups. Um, and if I did, other people had better lineups. Um, my max lineup was a 134. Um, I I was anchored down a little bit um, by some disappointing performances out of uh, Aaron Jones, for one. Uh, Saquon Barkley, uh, since Daniel Jones just will not check down to him. Um, I was... Honestly, I'm disappointed in McCaffrey too. I mean, you know, you talked last week about the hashtag always CMC, but at 10K to put under 20 points, there's a problem there.
1: Oh yeah, that it was. Uh, that that was, I'd say that was probably a bottom five percent uh, expected outcome from him, uh, especially given the matchup. Uh, certainly, tanked my season long hopes uh as well um, <laughs> but i'm not ready to give up on the always c m c
0: yeah i was uh, uh i'm actually,
1: yeah. actually actually i you know i'm i'm good if it if it cuts into his ownership uh because you know i don't think one one bad game makes a trend so yeah
0: I'm going to have to check that just one bad game. I feel like that's two weeks in a row where he's been a real letdown. But um, that that lineup was uh, really anchored uh, in a good way. Jeffrey and Mike Williams. Um, Jeffrey goes off for 31.7 at a 5,100 salary. So I, the ROI there was great. Um, Mike Williams goes 19.7 at a 46, um 4,600 salary, and uh, he had a 1.17% ownership. So, Um, and then Caden Smith in the tight end position hit for 13, which was nice too. Um, Other than that, I really didn't do anything um, from the DraftKings side. Season long, um, I ended up getting knocked out of the playoffs, and my one of my dynasty leagues because an owner did not set their lineup. Uh, so it gave a free victory to somebody else, which knocked me out of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, that's brutal. Um,
0: so that that was really, really disappointed given the way my season uh, went. I only had two games where my my starters, if you will, played together this year. So it was one of those just injury-plagued seasons and to still be in it and then to only – or to not get in because somebody didn't set their lineup is – that is really frustrating, Um, you know, for some. But I did manage to secure a playoff spot in two of my other uh, season-long leagues. So uh, we'll see how that goes.
1: Cool. I finished uh, – at DraftKings last week I – uh, in a s- slight victory for the, for the week. Um, my my cash line mostly got home. I I only played double ups and I missed the cut line on on the ten dollar double up, which was a little weird. Uh, almost always the cut line pretty much follows the um, buy in level, but uh, I was I was able to make it above the. Waterline on the twenty-five dollar double up, uh, just not, good. and the five dollar double up, but but not the ten. So it's a little weird, you know. So really, I was probably in that like thirty-eighth percentile or so on scores with a one forty-seven point six. A uh, couple of big big letdowns in those, uh, aside from McCaffrey, but uh, were Jonathan Williams and DJ Shark. Um but other than that uh the lineup was buoyed by uh parker and my uh, tight end play from last week uh tyler higby so uh that that worked out nicely um as for and i had a decent night last night on the showdown slate as well um my homerism paid off for me for a change <laughs> um, and I don't really want to talk about season one the the, the the wound is still fresh
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I feel yeah
1: I mean I I've, I've got the most points in the league by by over a hundred points which is basically a full week's worth of scoring. And somehow my team is six and seven. All right, I'm done. That's it. But let's let's move on to this week, please. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's do it. <laughs> uh,
1: so uh, what? Uh, you and I didn't uh, share any notes or anything this week, so we're we're coming in much like last week blind. So uh, let's let's see see what we come up with here. Um, full disclosure for me. It's been a pretty busy week, and I know for for me also it's going to be a busy weekend, so I'm actually going to hope and try to do the responsible thing and, and dial back my play a little bit um, just because I know I won't be able to be at my full um, wits and, um, and set up sunday morning before lock to to be completely up to date on all the news and everything so uh, need to need to dial back my play probably mostly only taking uh gpp shots um, so with that being said who do you like a quarterback
0: All right, well, this week we are going to go with uh, Sam Darnold uh, versus Miami, 6,000. I know after last week uh, there's a chance people fade him, which I'm kind of hoping uh, because he he had a rough game. Uh, But if you look over his last four games, he's got uh, over 1,000 yards and seven TDs. He's got 101.1 QBR. Uh, Miami's given up the fourth most drafting points to the position, uh, according to uh, ProFootballReference.com. Uh, so that, that combination says, uh, this is a decent play this week.
1: I like it. Uh, that's the guy who I had written down as well. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> All right. I mean, just as, um, I mean, the one of the things, you know, Miami's got thirty second uh, pass D V O pass defense DVOA, um, so we know that's who we want to attack. I think team, uh, if you take out the 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 backup bums uh, from the from the equation, they're giving up something like twenty six and a half points uh, to the quarterback position, which is just um, outstanding and like you said uh, coming off that clunker last week he uh, maybe have a little bit of depressed ownership uh, I I kind of like the other the guy on the other side of this game as well Ryan Fitzpatrick um, he's uh, you know he's a gunslinger and he's not afraid to get it out there so he might have have a little bit of uh tendency to turn the ball over a little bit, but the jets are not uh, really that formidable of a defense either. And Jamal Adams is out. Uh, Fitzpatrick's really come up with a nice connection with uh, Devante Parker. So uh, not a bad little GPP flyer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, pretty basic if you know you've got a game where the defense is not good uh, you want to look at the their players so uh, I mean you're looking at Darnold and if you just take his last four games if he, if he sticks with his average uh, you know it's like 269 yards and 1.75 touchdowns that's 20 DraftKings points at 6k you're getting your 3x uh, I think that's a, a pretty decent expectation
1: yeah so, why don't we move on to running back?
0: Yeah, well, I will let you go first, uh, so as to not vulture, hopefully.
1: Okay. Well, um, I'm taking uh, – I'm looking at James White here uh, for 5,500. Going up against Kansas City defense, um, who is really funnels the ball – uh, you know, funnels the opposing offenses towards the run. Uh, per uh, Mike Beers, uh, he uh, Kansas City is the second worst in the NFL, um, giving up a plus five point three PPR points uh, per game to the running back position. Um, White's coming off a game where. We started to see his usage uh, reflect that of what it was kind of last year. And with this New England offense kind of struggling a little bit, I could see uh, a little bit more of the same. Now, you know, you might say it's chasing points or whatever, but sometimes a good play is a good play, uh, and, and you just you just got to go for it. Um, and at uh, 5500 I think the price is right. Um, they, the uh, Chiefs have given up the most receiving yards to the running back position on the year. Uh, and, and, you know, that's that's where White is the most dangerous.
0: So it's funny that you brought up James White because uh, I've got Sonny Michelle written down. Uh, and this one's kind of a, a gut thing. All right, so he's 5,600. He's 100 more. Uh, you lose the PPR side of it, which you never, ever want to see. All right, but uh, as you mentioned, Kansas City funnels towards a run game. They're giving up 32.6 drafting points of games to that position. Uh, my gut says that if New England wants to win this game, they need to run the ball and keep Mahomes on the sideline uh, because they... that. Um, Elite record-breaking generational hand-picked by God defense that was so good against garbage teams has not been great against good quarterbacks. Um, so I think they're going to want to run that ball, grind right down the clock. Uh, the risk, though, is if they get behind, that it will be James White time. Uh, the hope here is if that if you play Michelle, that uh, You know, New England could get the ball first and really uh, do one of those, like, six- to eight-minute drives uh, that uh, really chews up the clock and uh, ends in a nice rushing touchdown. Uh, The one game that Michelle has played against the Chiefs, which was last year in the postseason, uh, he had 24 rush attempts for 106 yards and two touchdowns. So... Uh, I'd call that a ceiling for sure uh, but uh, in a gpp situation that's a pretty darn good ceiling for fifty six hundred
1: yeah yeah no i mean it's it's definitely the position that you want to attack um, again a Kansas City with i i just i'm not sure that i I believe that they can get themselves into much of a positive game script for Michelle to be the guy, but I guess what we can agree is that one of these guys is probably going to be a, a real viable play. So watch uh, well, Rex, watch Rex Burkhead, Vulture, and get like three touchdowns yeah. or something. Well,
0: and I mean that's the thing. The the one thing you can count on is. Uh, that you can't count on any of the New England running backs. Uh, So, you know, maybe we're both just off of our rocker. Uh, But if – I think if their offense is really going to do anything and they're going to have a legitimate shot at winning this game, uh, which they need to do now that uh, Baltimore's taken that number one seed, um, is use their running backs to get that offense going.
1: Because
0: it's not running through Brady anymore. So.
1: Yeah. So, um, just real quick on the, uh, always CMC, no, uh, two weeks ago, uh, 34 had, some points. What's that? <laughs>
0: 34 some odd points, right?
1: Yeah. He had uh, 60, he didn't break a hundred yards on, on either end, but he, he had 64 yards rushing and a touchdown and then nine catches for 69 yards and another touchdown. So he, he was, he was plenty good, um, it last week was his second worst game only only after the uh, week two Tampa Bay game so um, I I'm still gonna be having some some shares of McCaffrey hope and hope you know to see his ownership dip down in the teens and and be happy to uh, collect some money because he's still the best player at the position
0: yeah and i mean you're going up against another team that has given up points in bunches to the running back position in atlanta uh i'll be curious to see though with the firing of rivera uh what happens how how does that team respond and um you know does this interim head coach and everything put together. So it'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, well, let's go ahead and move on to receiver.
0: All right, let's see if we can uh, pick different guys or different team here.
1: I'm going <laughs> to guess we're not on the same guy on this one. <laughs> All
0: right, well, uh, I'm looking at James Washington uh, playing at Arizona, uh, 6,000. Uh, over the last four games, he's averaging six targets, and 85 yards a game and over that same time he has got three touchdowns now, If you can get that same basic stat line Of four for 85 and a touchdown you hit your 18 And a half points which is your 3x uh, Which I think is within the realm Of possibility as Arizona gives up the Fifth most DraftKings points receivers Per pro football reference uh, He seems to have a, He's starting to get things Clicking a little bit better and he seems to have a little Bit of a connection with the duck uh, Devlin Hodges who uh, is an interesting GPP flyer just for that? Um, but, um, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have some, uh, shares of Washington this week.
1: Yeah, I, I, I actually like that play, because uh, one, one of the reasons I would say, and, uh, it's maybe a little, this is off the narrative, but I don't love Vance McDonald, um, even though we we know it's the tight end flow chart towards uh, to play against Arizona, uh, but McDonald just doesn't have that that usage, um, and he he can only like physically play like half the place anyway, uh, and, and so this is a week when they've priced him up to forty three hundred that I'm actually going to avoid, and I I think that the points could go through a guy like washington so i like that call um the guy that <laughs> i'm looking at now mind you I, i'm telling you i'm looking at uh mostly gpp things um but uh, i'm looking at paris campbell uh 3200 uh f- for the colts um going up against tampa bay uh it's like over under 47 and a half and a Indianapolis is an underdog uh, with a 22.25 implied total. But uh, Tampa Bay gives up a whopping 12 uh, plus 12 points to the wide receiver position and PPR scoring. Uh, Campbell's uh, practicing in full this week. Um, And uh, he's, he's back on a team that desperately needs some help at the receiver position with T.Y. Hilton out again and um, no Eric Ebron. Uh, They've been looking for for someone that could step up, and uh, I think for 3,200, he's a nice little flyer. Uh, We started to see earlier in the year when he did play that um, he was getting uh, some reasonable opportunities he he did have uh um back in like week 4 uh in a similar uh type of matchup against the Raiders he he got eight targets and then uh in his last full game that he played uh he had five targets and five receptions uh, so at uh 3200 um it's not like a, a big conviction play, it's just some somebody that I've been looking at that, that could help me uh be low cost with uh, probably some decent opportunity in a good situation and it could help you fit some of the higher price guys into your lineup.
0: Yeah, he he was one hundred percent on uh my sleeper list as i imagine he is on with most people's sleeper list um i mean that game's got an over under of what 47 and a half points um
1: it and, d- depends on um yeah well that's what i got it right now a li- the okay. live yeah the live I mean, line is 47 and a half whatever.
0: i mean it, the idea is that you've got a high 40 over or under um so you you expect points scored in that game uh tampa bay is really tough to run on so, it's going to have to come uh, through the air. Um, and at 3,200, if you can get five targets, why not?
1: So. For sure. Um, all right, well, let's go ahead and look at the tight end position here. And, and as usual, I think that... Um, you know, tight end position is a little bit of a crapshoot. Uh, I, I I started to go ahead and talk about Jack Doyle again this week, which which I think is probably a fine play, but um, I I'll go ahead and uh, the guy I I slotted in to talk about just a little bit um, is Ryan Griffin. Again, uh, he's he's 500 cheaper than Jack Doyle at 4100. Um, that game, an over under of 46, and the Jets have one of the higher implied team totals on the week at uh, 25 and a half. Um, Griffin has seen, um, you know, since since Darn- Darnold came back and was the uh, starter there. Uh, Griffin is averaging over 10 DraftKings points on uh, four targets a game. And uh, once again, per the Beers report, uh, Tampa, or I'm sorry, where is it? Uh lost it? Yeah, great point here, buddy. Miami gives up uh, <laughs> 0.9, <laughs> positive 0. 0.9 points per game. PPR, um, to the tight end position. A lot of, a lot of guys in the same price range, um, pick a number. I just, uh, I like, uh, Darnold to bounce back and, and it seems like when he's had good games, Griffin has had good games as well.
0: Yeah, totally fair. Uh, again, a game, um, where you expect there to be some points, uh, and probably aired out, uh, you know, and there is that connection with Darnold McGriffin. Griffin. Uh, anytime you can get a decent amount of volume at a low price for a, a tight end, you like it. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Jack Doyle because that is actually who I have written down. Uh, so 4,600 again, Tampa Bay. We're talking about a um, what is expected to be a decently high-scoring game. Uh, Tampa Bay gives up 16 points to the tight end position. Uh, so now I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw some some numbers at you. We're gonna do some quick math. The, according to sharp football stats, uh, Indianapolis targets their tight ends on thirty-one percent of their throws. Brissett is averaging thirty attempts a game over his last three games. So if thirty-one percent of those thirty attempts go to the tight end position, you can pretty much pencil Doyle in for an easy eight targets. Okay. We saw what happened to Doyle's volume once Ebron went out. Uh, and he's still priced under 5K in a game that's supposed to score some points. So uh, I think this is like getting a really cheap receiver at this point.
1: Yeah, like I said, I, I was going to talk about him, but uh, uh, I just went ahead and went with Griffin instead because we kind of talked about Doyle a little bit last week um, as well. But that doesn't make him a worse play. Just try to bring some other names to the – forefront
0: oh i've got lots of names we just want to throw names out there but i know well <laughs> if we say a bunch of names one of them's
1: gonna be right and we're uh, yeah. how about your boy in joku he's gonna be back this week
0: i know uh i mean i'm 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 honestly looking um uh, in that darren waller hunter henry area for some for some cash. Yeah,
1: you want to pay up a little bit.
0: Yeah, in a, in a cash scenario. Um, I
1: don't know. That's a Monday night game. Before we wrap things up here, let's go ahead and um, talk for a second uh, about why you need to pay attention to the news. I mean... So far this week, the Vikings have mostly been uh, quiet about Dalvin Cook's uh, availability for this week. Although Cook himself keeps saying, I'm going to play, I'm going to play. That doesn't always mean anything when it comes from the player. The players always think that they're going to have the opportunity to play. Um, When... uh, Minnesota's trying to play the long game and be healthy for the playoffs. Uh, If if they feel like they can get it done without Cook, they may want to give him a rest. If we find out Sunday morning that he's not going to play, I think that you almost have to lock Alexander Madison into most – or at least many of your lineups. You never want to put any player in all of your lineups, but Madison would be pretty much a no brainer.
0: Yeah. um, So Madison's a a really good play. I think either way, Uh, I think even if cook plays that he does not play his full allotment, uh, as you said, just just to protect him. Um, and the thing is, they don't necessarily need him to win these games uh, because you don't lose. From seeing the few games that I've seen, uh, I'll put it that way, you don't lose a ton by going with Madison. Uh, there's some drop-off, but it's not like um, you went from uh, like – McCaffrey to um I don't
1: know Reggie Bonifon.
0: yeah you know there's there's not that big of a there's not that big <laughs> well, of a drop I don't think know? there's so, a bigger
1: difference on any team in the league at this point but um you, yeah you're, so I mean look your at point it is way. taken I mean, Madison is probably the top handcuff in the NFL right now i don't know if he's not the top he's in the top three
0: yeah i mean he's definitely he's definitely in there with uh, the likes of um uh, say like an austin eckler
1: sure sure but and i don't even really consider eckler a handcuff at this point because he gets yeah he, regular gets usage. he gets usage. Usage. Yeah, yeah but um yeah madison def- definitely um i, I, I <laughs> maybe maybe it's maybe because everybody will be on it, but you know, if it's, it's not that exciting, but I would love to see Madison. I'd love to be able to put him in my lineups and get that kind of a play against Detroit for 4,500. Um, but, um, it's just, it's, it's not just this situation though. Um, it's, it's every week you want to be paying attention. Um, the stuff that we know earlier in the week everybody knows about, but not everybody is dialed in and locked in to um tinkering with and adjusting their lineups to be the most optimal come, you know, eleven o'clock central, ten AM central, um Sunday morning when uh inactives start to roll around for for the uh, first set of games. So very important. Um, If you intend to be competitive and uh, the edges are seemingly getting smaller in NFL DFS. So very important to give yourself the the best chance to win.
0: So along those lines, I'm going to give you uh, one more. uh, We'll call it a a sleeper gut GPP guy that I'm looking at and I'm going to keep you in the division. I'm going to look at Darius Geist this week. Uh, as some some shares, uh, Peterson's been he's dealing with a toe injury. Guys really uh, has been doing pretty good the last three weeks. He really turned it on last week, uh, and Green Bay gives up a lot of points to the running back position. So, he's another cheap play at forty nine hundred.
1: Yeah, Green Bay is de- their bottom bottom six uh, as far as uh, points per game against that. Uh, and i like everybody was on uh geist last year headed into the season as one of the the top uh rookies and and you know unfortunately he suffered that bad injury um and he's just now getting back into uh, being healthy uh healthy solid play so um like what i see there and uh would love to see him punch it in the end zone three three times against those uh, evil Packers. <laughs> oh well, um, I think that about does it for us this week. Um, again, late in the season, uh, finally back to a uh, this this actually may be one of the 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 biggest. Uh, main slates of the year because coming into uh, aside from week 17 uh, you know the next several weeks we're going to start having some uh, Saturday game action in the NFL which uh, along with the weeks with the buys uh, really uh, limits the number of games we have. Um, on the main slate so 13 games a lot of a lot of options which means that there's a lot of ways to put your lineups together uh, a lot of opportunities to be the best uh, JD how can people stay in touch with you
0: you know the usual drill find me in those usual spots uh, at JD West 22 on instagram and Twitter
1: cool and you can find me on Twitter at Justin M. west instagram jmw 1977 find the show on twitter facebook and instagram at another bad call email us another bad call at gmail.com uh, and check out the website where uh sometimes we're active at another for jd i'm justin keep on listening so we can help you avoid making another bad call